Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What is going on everyone and welcome back to my channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now in today's video, I've got a brand new subreddit for you. It's r slash writing prompts. It's a subreddit that I've wanted to cover for a very, very long time. And you guys will see why the level of storytelling in this subreddit is honestly second to none. It is the best place for stories on the whole of reddit so if you're a fan of reddit stories and you know amazing stories in general then this is the video for you so to briefly explain what this subreddit is pretty much a normal person like me or you will post a writing prompt into the subreddit and then everyone else will comment their stories down below you know using the prompt and manufacturing an amazing story below based on that prompt so without further ado let's jump into our first prompt and this whole video will become clear you've been in a coma for years but the people around you worship you as a deity, leaving offerings and notes with wishes and prayers. You aren't a god. Time simply stops anytime you wake up, leaving you alone in a frozen world. You accept the offerings and do what you can to grant prayers. The wishes are scattered around my bed, smothering the wood like fresh snowfall. They, the people looking after me now, have left out bread and cool water, and I scrunch across folded paper, those unborn miracles, to the lay table. There is no one in my room, and I eat in silence, staring out the window at the still world, at the birds painted unmoving into the grey sky. I want to burn all the paper, go back to sleep as fire breathes heavy around me, sleep until the flames become my darkness. My wish is never granted, so why should any of these be? The first note I pick up is from a couple unable to conceive. The second, a parent with a terminally ill child. Third, a woman who has lost her lover. I sit on my bed and cry because I can't perform a miracle. Not for them, or for me, and that joint sadness twists sharp and deep into my guts. The wishes were so much smaller long ago. When it first happened, when the car hit mine and my head shuddered off metal and then again off glass, I was placed into an intensive care unit. I woke to silence and stillness later that night. The nurses, doctors, patients, all on the cusp of movement and of living. But I could move freely and no one saw or reacted. I became a spirit haunting the corridors. There was a little girl, very poorly, sad and alone in the same hospital. I read her notes, no family and no future. So the spirit stepped out of the shadows. I left the hospital and stole a hundred balloons, cake, clothes, and dolls, and tried to make a tiny miracle for her. I surrounded her bed in balloon animals, and in what I prayed amounted to a smile. I never knew how she reacted. I slept through it, as I always did from then on. But reporters soon picked up on the story of this child and the mysterious party thrown for her behind the nurse's back. Quite impossible, the nurse on duty said. People wrote letters to that little girl, having seen her story, and told her she was so brave, and her estranged father even got in touch, and she finally had family to be with. That girl's story spread, as did tales of other happenings to other patients at this hospital of minor miracles. 
Eventually, they tracked it to me, to the coma patient who moved from his bed each day, fell asleep far away, and had to be carried back to the ward. One second, the doctor was taking my temperature. The next, I was asleep in a bar a city over with alcohol in my system. So the notes began to be written. Prayers to the strange coma patients. I was moved from hospital to churches and even sometimes shipped between countries to lend to other places in need of a miracle man. My miracles, however, were nothing but sleight of hand, broken and fractured and altogether false. That girl, whose estranged father had returned, died a week later. I'm not sure the father shed a tear, but he did sell his story to the papers. All I did was advertise her to a vulture ready to peck at her bones. I sit on my bed now and run my feet through the ocean of folded notes, and I wonder what the point of my existence is. Did God intervene in my accident to do this to me? Save my life and curse it at the same time? I read the notes again. A couple unable to conceive. A parent with a terminally ill child. A woman who has lost her lover. I sit there for an hour, staring, thinking. Then I leave. I find the couple outside their home, sitting on a bench, a gap between them, and something much darker looming inside that gap. I move them together, entwine their fingers as one hand, and place the adoption leaflet in a pocket. I find the sickly child next, and I do not throw another party. Instead, I locate a specialist, too costly, too expensive for the family, but I know where to get money, and I leave the money in a note, and I know the doctor will call them. The woman who lost her lover is on a sofa in a house littered with empty cartons and cans and bottles. I tidy it all. In her notes, she cannot get over the loss, and I do not know if it will help her because I struggle with my losses too, but I do for her what I did for me. I take her to the graveyards and I sit her there. I place photos around her of when they were together and happy, and I write a note that perhaps she will think is from him. It just says, please keep going forward. I don't know how many hours, days have passed, but I am exhausted and don't make it back to my room with its carpet of would-be wishes. I fall asleep on the grass outside the graveyard and dream of my own family and my own wish. Well, guys, if you couldn't completely understand why I really, really wanted to cover this subreddit, um, well, I'm sure after reading that story, you now get it. I mean, what an amazing, what an amazing post with just a little prompt. You can come up with all this incredible stuff. Credit to the writer. That was, um, what, what a journey. What an adventure. Uh, it's pretty crazy because I've never really thought about that from, from a deity's perspective, right? You know, they have all the pressure and hardship lumped on them. And in this situation, the guy's not a god, you know? He's just had this weird experience happen to him where when he awakes from his coma, the whole world stops. And then, yeah, he physically has to go and do all these things to perform miracles, which I guess seem like miracles to the average person who doesn't realize, I guess, that they're getting frozen in time when he wakes up from his coma. But yeah, kind of a heartbreaking story, to be fair, when you, when you think about it. Um, wow, well written, a great read. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's get on to our second prompt. You've just been abducted by a UFO. While you were figuring out what just happened to you, a frantic alien bursts into the room. You have no idea how many rules I'm breaking, but my human studies final is tomorrow and I need help. One moment he'd been stargazing and the very next he was among them. He hadn't noticed it happen initially. William had been seated next to his brother, Waylon, on the hillside as they usually were on Tuesday nights, smoking and snacking as they talked about the cosmos. The two of them had always had a fascination with the stars, even before they had been told that their real father had died in deep space. 
The two of them didn't necessarily want to become astronauts or astrologists in any kind of way, but they shared a quiet admiration once a week for the stars and the ghosts of stars that littered the violet dark tapestry woven high over their heads and far out of their reach. Until now. William turned from the starry window out to space and surveyed his surroundings. Everything from the walls to the fixtures of the room was dyed a creamy white hue that was calming to look at and yet aesthetically beautiful and neat. He looked down at himself and then around the room for his brother. Waylon, he called out, a lost tone on his lips. Had he not been stoned, he might have been panicking. But it was good stuff they'd bought and his nerves failed to get the better of him. Before he could form another thought, a small being crashed through the door. Its features were alien in every measure of the meaning, but William was still able to discern that the creature was in peril and distress. And then it spoke in English. You have no idea how many rules I'm breaking, but my human studies final is tomorrow and I need help. William looked down at the blunt in his hand with eyes wide before fixing his gaze back on his new acquaintance. Dang it, Waylon, he thought. This thing is laced with something else. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. The little being looked surprisingly similar to pop culture aliens, which tipped William off that this certainly wasn't real. He firmly believed that aliens would be so fantastically different, so obscure from our wildest imaginations, that we likely wouldn't know them when we first saw them as sentient beings. However, this wasn't William's first time being taken on a ride he didn't sign up for, and he had the wisdom to go along with it rather than fight against it. Um, alright, well, what do you want to know? He asked, before lifting the blunt back to his mouth, only to find that its flame had been extinguished. Well, the little alien began, lifting its long index finger into the air and swiping it as though he were using a touchscreen interface. An opaque green line trailed from the end of his finger and he pulled it open as though it were a backpack and removed from it a clipboard with a stack of papers clipped to it, as well as what appeared to be a writing utensil. Can you tell me what you're holding there? What is its purpose? William looked down at the half-finished blunt in his hand and thought carefully before responding. We have herbs on earth that when burned and inhaled, calm us, relax us, and allow us to forget the things that trouble us in the back of our minds. For many of us, it allows us to break down creative barriers and think in a more unrestricted way. Wow, the little alien remarked as he jotted down a few notes. Can, can I try it? He asked. William couldn't help but smile. This is uh, a little strong for someone who's never tried it before. If I had something more measured, I'd be more than happy to share. Oh, so there are different levels of inebriation one can achieve from the herbs. And furthermore, you're implying that your species can develop some sort of tolerance to it. William wiped his hair out of his eyes and nodded. Yeah, you're pretty quick. Our bodies are really adaptable. Incredible, he responded. All right, next question. What is it that drives a human forward? What do you all want? 
It would seem to us that your existences are mostly painful and difficult, yet only a handful of you choose to start your next life before your natural expiration. Why is this? William made a face and couldn't help but laugh at the little alien. Wow, that's one way to put it, I guess. Well, for humans, it's not so much about running from strife, but dealing with it. There's a satisfaction in overcoming hardship, as difficult as that might be to believe. It's about the journey of life and the wisdom you gather from your many failures. I guess when it comes to what we want, it varies a lot, but I think all of us want love and security above anything else. The alien's eyes lit up at the response. Love, it cried out. Why didn't I even think to ask? He slapped his own forehead. So love is a word in your lexicon that we cannot understand. Could you elaborate? William pondered on this for a moment. To describe love to a creature that didn't understand it would be like describing purple to someone who was born blind. Love, William started with an ounce of hesitation. Words can't do it any justice, if I'm being honest. With your limited human lexicon, I would imagine it would be difficult. Oh, zip it, William said with a smile. It's an ineffable feeling, love. It's like wandering through a hundred miles long desert and finally getting a drink of water, but for your heart. Love transcends all languages and borders. It's an affection for someone that runs so deep that you feel as though you can't do without the source of your love. I still don't get it, the alien said flatly. Do you love the other human you were spending your night with? I do, William responded without hesitation. He's my brother. I would do anything for him and he would for me. Your brother. Oh, the alien said with excitement. I nearly forget that your people reproduce sexually. So you form lifelong bonds with your siblings. That's right, William nodded as he turned and looked out the window at the constellations of stars that shined in distant space. We were born into the world with one another. We overcame the same hardships together looked out for each other and felt one another's pain when either of us was sad or anguished our mother named us william and waylon because wherever there's a will there's a way the little alien lowered his clipboard and stared at william with soulful eyes the two of us face our hardships together we can weather any storm scale any mountain and cross the seven seas so long as we work together And although we lost our father when we were young, we still see him in every star and in every passing comet that comes across our telescope. That is, the alien began as he stared at William, that's the most undecipherable concept I've ever heard. Oh, come on, William yelled at the little being. I got all dramatic for you and everything. You seriously don't get it? No, it responded, swiping its finger in the air the same as it had before and stuffing its belongings back into the void from whence it was pulled. But I really do appreciate your time. The being walked towards the exit and lifted its hands towards the red button on the wall. It pressed the button firmly and red lightning shined upon the room suddenly. William looked around urgently and then down to the alien. It looked over its shoulder and nodded. They were going to perform a vivisection on you, human. William gulped. That sounded a little too close to a dissection. But they can choose another human, I'm sure. Because when there's a William, there's a Waylon, right? Have a safe trip home, William. He smiled at the little being as it left the room. For even if the concept of love seemed alien to the little creature, its final act gave William hope that it would someday be the first of its species to understand. 
Wow, what an amazing story that was. I mean, it, it genuinely does baffle me how people can be so creative with just a little prompt like the one given, and then they just come up with an amazing storyline like this. I'm not going to lie. I did have to look up what vivisection was or VV section. I wasn't completely sure. But by definition, it is the practice of performing operations on live animals for the purpose of experimentation or scientific research. Um, so, Waylon, you might have been in a bit of trouble, mate. I'm not going to lie. And your brother William may have just accidentally caused the end of your life. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, funny, funny enough. It's a, it's a great story, isn't it? I really enjoyed it. Do you reckon that's how it would be for an alien reaction? You know, an alien interaction with a human? Do you reckon that's what it would be like? Let me know down in the comments below, guys. I want to hear your thoughts. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this video. I really hope you have enjoyed it. Something a little bit different on my channel. But, you know, I want to start experimenting with different subreddits. Stuff like this. I mean, you can't, you can't argue that this is probably the highest quality of storytelling that we've seen in a long time on my channel. Yes, it's a little bit different. Yes, it's probably less chaotic than the Karen videos and, and Karen posts. But, you know, I wanted to change it up. So, yeah, uh, drop a like and comment down below if you did enjoy it and you want to see more. Because that is the only way I'm going to know if you guys, you know, want to see more of this of this subreddit. Obviously, I for one very much enjoyed it. So I really, I really am hoping that you guys did as well. But yeah, that is going to do it for this video. If you want more right away and you want, you want to see more like this, then yeah, subscribe. Let me know down below, and I will see you guys tomorrow for a brand new video. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.